podcast. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in with us every Monday at 8.30. To find the show, you can catch it on Instagram at Ethically Speaking, uh, Facebook Ethically Speaking, Anchor Ethically Speaking, Spotify Ethically Speaking, Apple Podcasts Ethically Speaking. Also, Max, she's underscore on purpose. I'm sorry, she's underscore on underscore purpose. Yes, you can catch it everywhere. So there's no reason for you to be missing Ethically Speaking. Oh, and Facebook, Maxine Spencer. So we're giving it to you as many places as we can. So it's up to you to get it, you know. Come on in. I'm happy that they're here with us. Yes, I I love you guys. Nice. Thank you. Yes. Black Pop Pop Women. Yes. Talk to people. Ethically speaking, we are here. Woo. Woo. I don't know. I don't, what, what is, all right. Where did we begin? I don't know. First and foremost. Let's housekeeper. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's go. Okay. All right. So, uh, donations. If you saw that we have posted on the GoFundMe page on the Ethically Speaking page, if you guys would like to donate, definitely you can donate with the monetary, but we would really, really love just to actually get the items. Yes. Um, it's a list up there as well that they can go over and look at the items and everything, but, I mean, you guys have been, actually, I mean, people have been doing real good. Yeah, and they've been reaching out, and we thank you guys so much. Um, We've gotten so many uh, responses and people, you know, coming out and wanting to help and support, and thank you guys who have already donated. I did drop off yeah. um, some things. So we thank you guys so much. We love y'all so much. And we truly do appreciate um, the support and the love that we're getting. So That's awesome. Um, you can, though, however, go ahead. If you want to drop off donations, you can drop them off at the Bread for the City. And this, again, just so you're aware, um, for the new people that may come in, this is for our... Um, Bread for the City, located at 1649 Good Hope Road, Washington, D.C., 20020. If you're looking for the um, address and want to know how to get there, you can um, drop off donations there. And this is for toiletries for the homeless people who are out in the street. So um, we are trying to make sure that they have things while on the street, being able to brush their teeth, wash their face, you know, yeah. um, the little things, we take little things that we take for granted. Uh, and so we're just trying to give back. Yeah. Along with the bread, it's, okay, I don't, bread for the city. I keep saying bread for life. It's a church. You want to church, You want to church. I swear, um, a few drop-off locations that we have other than bread for the city um, will be DMV Moving Solutions. It's 16701 Melford Boulevard, Suite 100 in Bowie, Maryland. The uh, zip code is 20715. Also, um, Salon Plaza. I... The, the, I don't know which which location. So um, if you're up here, like I spoke with the gentleman, like he's gonna help us out with the donation. If you're up here, I've been reaching out to you for the location. They're doing donations at Salon Plaza as well. So you guys definitely take things over to Salon Plaza. Hopefully we have the correct address. If not, just tell them ethically speaking sent you and get your hair washed or something. I don't know. There you go. Let's let's get it. Let's, let's just get it. Let's jump right on into it. Why not? It's the hot corner. So listen, earlier today I posted something on Ethically Speaking and it was about uh, the great and impeccable singer, Monica Brown. Monica! You know, one of them things. Hey. You know. So. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
And so if that worked for them, kudos to them. But I don't know if that's something that would maybe. I don't for me. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I could do like it doesn't to me. It just doesn't make sense. Like at first, I was like, okay, cool, they're doing this or whatever, whatever. But you filed for divorce because you caught him cheating. You know, like I understand you're trying to keep like the kids. Are are you at the Are you going to work through this? That's what I'm thinking. You know, this we're just putting on face. We're going through a divorce, but for my for my face protection, it's like yeah, I'm going to keep you here because you know it's for the kids. Da 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 da. But in reality, we're actually working through our issues and we're working through the divorce. And I hope that is the case. Yeah, I'm not because I'm, not I'm so sick of being like divorced. Because let me say this: yeah. I grew up, um, you know, I, I I was with my stepmom and my dad, mm-hmm. and when they divorced, I think. Me my and my my younger sister, well, she's right under me. I think we took it a little bit harder than they probably did. I yeah. think we went through a lot. So when you divorce, you're not just divorcing. Your your kids are involved in that. Yeah, the kids are. And so I really, really hope that they can come to a happy medium, and you know, try to resolve it if at all possible. That's just like with um with Cardi being offset. I was. Kind of like, I, I was really rooting for them to get back together. Yeah, I was rooting for them. So I guess you can call me a hypocrite right now because I was really rooting for Cardi being all set to get back together. But they're so young. That was my thing. Yeah. They're so young. Like, they I are. think she's 26 and he may be like the same age, if not 27. Yeah. So they're young, like, not making excuses. Like, you have time to make that mistake. You do. To you do. work through it, you know? I agree. But I'm like, when we get to a certain age in life, yeah. like, we're in our 30s. I think Monica is like 38. Yeah. And I think Shannon may be 36. I think he was like 33 or something like that when they got married. She's got a few years on him, I do believe. Yeah. Like, once we get to that level of life, I'm like, we shouldn't be making these same mistakes. Right. We shouldn't be. I, that's just me. We shouldn't be cheating. Like, if you're going to, if you feel like you want to step out, just tell me. Yeah. I rather you tell me and be like, listen. Yeah, we don't have time. Like, I think once you get to a certain age, and I agree with you on that. Once you get to a certain age, like, cheating is like, really? It's played out. Are we still boring. doing this? Yeah. Like, like, what are we doing? Let's have fun together. I mean... Yeah, I mean, and if you're going to cheat, just let me know. Let me know. So I still have my fun. Right. Now, I'm not about to be out here like, oh, because you're cheating. I like, I'm, it's open sexually. Yeah, That's no, not going to no. happen. But at least so let I, me I, know. I have time. Yes. Like, okay, when you're out here doing what you're doing, like, I can go on these dates. Like, so we I have an open relationship. Basically, but it's an agreeable... I just... Don't cheat. Like, if you're going to cheat, just let me... Like, I'm just... We can work through this shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm working, y'all. It's, 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 it's okay. But I'm working. Glad my pop little man. Okay. okay. <laughs> Just let, let's have this conversation. Like, what can I do to make you more interested in me? Because at the end of the day, that's a part of the marriage. Listen, like, we're in, but we're in it together. If you marry me, then it was something that kept you interested. Mm-hmm. When you become uninterested, let me know. Let me know so I can see what I need to do. Because I'm going to do all I can. Yeah. Now. She was so, so happy when she first got married yeah. and she got pregnant. And, you know, of course, the, what she went through with the other 
with kids. suicide. Yes, and, and all the other stuff. I'm just like, gosh, Mo, you have to be in church to yeah. have to deal with that's all a, of this. That's nothing but God. That's nothing but God. <laughs> and, 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 and for her to continue, you know, like to be sane mm-hmm. in these moments and just think of the kids because people going through a lot of the things that they're going through, they tend to forget about the kids yeah. because you you, you, you hurt it so bad. It's like it's me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. And it's like, listen, go cook you some oodles and noodles. I'll be right back. Yeah. I got to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Oh. So, moment. <laughs> right. From ethically speaking, like, we're, we're here. Like, we're, we're rooting for you guys. Like, we, I just, Whatever works for you, works for you. You guys definitely you're vocal. If y'all have anything against that, just speak on it. I'll probably we can do a Q and A later on. Or and no matter what happened, I'm I'm a Mo fan. I yeah. love her. She's gonna always be my favorite, and I'm yeah. gonna I want to protect her because I want them to stop hurting her. Wait, did you know that she recorded uh, "Why I Love You So Much" at twelve? Yes, oh, that was my favorite what? song. At twelve. Why I love you so much, your baby. That's true. Why I can't get enough. Okay, y'all. We need to cut now. All right. So yeah, a lot of people are rooting for you. We want you. We want this marriage to work out like any other black marriage. If it's good and it can work, make it work. Yeah. Switching gears. Lego. Lego, okay. (laughs) So if you were here when we came on, you heard what was playing. If you weren't here, I just want to let you know. (laughs) JB. HOB, you know. (laughs) It is what it is. He's in the news. He's in the news. And it's big because people are not feeling what's going on. They're not. So let's rehash what's going on. Over the last three or four days, it came out that Jay-Z partnered with the NFL to produce the halftime show. In that contract, apparently it was stated that he's going to be a very vocal individual when it comes to picking halftime performers. Well, 24 hours after that, we got another update that Sean Carter Mm -hmm. was also going to be an NFL owner. Not only was he going to be an NFL owner, reportedly he was going to take majority of the ownership. Mm. So people got mad. Mm-hmm. People got real mad. And Funk Flex, he Funk Funk Flex was he was vocal on it, but he wasn't that vocal or whatever. So it was a big thing that was said about first. Let's start with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So. My understanding is that he's going to have a little input with who's going to be the actual performers. And I mean, any, any, I just, I just think Beyonce's behind most of his decisions. Of course. I just feel that. Of course. I do. But if I had to choose between Jermaine Dupree and Jay-Z to run the Super Bowl, I will always pick Jay-Z. Jay-Z. I will always pick Hope. And for the simple fact of it is, I feel like we spoke earlier, he has a better selection. He does. Um, they were saying, just to rehash, they were saying that Jay-Z had a conversation last year with Jermaine Dupree mm-hmm. about this same deal. And he said to Jermaine, reportedly, he asked Jermaine, what kind of relationship do you have with the NFL? And then he reportedly told Jermaine Dupree not to take the deal. So now, by him, by him taking the deal, it looks as if he's, he's a snake in the grass. Yeah. But I don't believe that. 
he has he definitely has more liquid assets to ha- make things happen. For sure. Yeah. No doubt. And again, like I said, Jermaine Dupree is he's known in ATL, mm-hmm. right? Jay Z is known globally. International. Yeah. So yeah. it makes better. It makes more sense to me. From a business standpoint, of I'm course. pretty sure he got a better deal than what Jermaine was doing. I'm pretty sure he negotiated a better deal. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, listen, you got to understand, in this day and time, it's about the dollars. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Yeah, right, that's right. <laughs> it don't make dollars. So, you know, I'm just, listen, I, I love Jay-Z. Um, I, you know, and, and let me just say this. To stand with Jay-Z does not mean that we stand against Colin. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. Colin. 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 I keep calling him Colin. So. Yeah! He's calling him Colin. 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 Colin, y'all. I'm sorry. Okay? Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> I, call, I called him Colin for the first time. Yes. Colin Kaepernick. Get it out already. But, anywho, um, I just think that I think it was a smart business move if you ask me. I feel, honestly, it was. I feel and it was a power move. It was definitely a power move. Yeah. Going into the press conference that was held, yeah. people asked, so are you against kneeling? And his response was, first of all, he asked individuals, wait, that was before. His response was, no, I'm not against kneeling. They're kneeling for a reason. Right. Continue to do what you're doing. However, now it's time to take action. Yeah, so it's time to move forward is what he said. He said it's time to move forward from kneeling. Because we got your attention. Yeah. We have your attention. You know why the individuals are kneeling. They're kneeling due to police brutality against people of color. Yes. So you know that's why they're kneeling. There's no question about that. Yeah. So now it's time to take action. And... To take action is if you look around that boardroom and there's nobody to represent you, yeah. you need somebody in there to represent you. And so you. that's that, that's why I say it was a power move. Because that, that's what he was saying. See, you, and I hate to say this, but like when your mind is here, yeah. you can't see beyond what the big picture is. Nope. So he needed, we needed someone on the inside mm-hmm. that represented us. And he exactly. knew that. And so he's like, okay, we knew. Mm-hmm. We got the we got the attention that we needed from that. Yeah. We've moved forward. We need to move forward from that. Now we need to take some action. So here I stand. Exactly. And here's the thing that's like people fail to look at history. And I may be going out there real quick with this, but this is what I want to say. So Colin Kaepernick kneeled for social injustice. Yes. He was what you would call the sacrificial lamb. Bam. Yep. Martin Luther King mm-hmm. marched for civil rights due to also social injustice. Yes. He was assassinated. Yes, he was. He was the sacrificial man. I agree. However, we kept it moving. Yeah. We knew what was done. We knew what we had to do. So they kept it moving. And that's how I feel like Jay-Z is like, okay, you're, yeah, I may have, well, first of all, he doesn't have the power to bring him back. He cannot make that decision. I mean, he has, he He's not in that leadership because it's going to be a uh, conflict of interest with Rock Nation's uh, sports company. That's why he had to sell his part of the Brooklyn Nets that he purchased back in 2013. So at this point, we are we know what the big picture is. So now we're taking what we have and we're going to work with it. Yeah. We're going to make some changes from within the inside because when you make changes from the inside and inside the core, that's when you get the outside. There you go. Come on now. You know. Come on now. So my thing is for people to be knocking Jay Z because. You 
that he was a snake. Let's be honest. Jermaine Dupree tried to get over on the gate. Yes, he, he tried did. to get over yes, on the gate. Who the hell are we? And Candy wasn't having it. Period. Yeah. Candy was like, hold on. Candy smashed him at the court. Let me, let me call you. And, oh, you know what? My lawyers will call you. So I'm like, at the end of the day. Have your people call my people. Exactly. My thing is, we are so quick, and ethically speaking, we keep it 100, we keep it real. We are so quick to kill our people. We are so quick to sacrifice our people and be like, they don't do anything for good. When this man literally could possibly, we haven't even given him a chance. Haven't even given him a chance. He had his first day of work. I'm not going to say y'all should be happy, but I feel like this is a happy moment because for him to even be able to get into the NFL or be able to have a team, that is uh, something great in itself. Like that's the first black, like that's the volumes in itself right now. Right. So, like, come on, we have to be able to make these power moves in order to make change. And the crazy thing about it is, I'm gonna say this, and you know, I hope don't nobody really get offended. People are so quick to like try to knock him for what he's doing, but at the end of the day. There was no black people in the NFL in those positions, and they were still measuring the people in the NFL like they were slaves. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were had you up there on the steps. They had the thing. If you ever saw how they measured people when they did the slaves back in the day, that's how they had the situation with the NFL. You right. had your boys up there measuring them out or whatever. So I, I, I don't care. I just had to go off on that little tangent. I'm happy that Jay-Z has acquired the team. I feel that he's going to do good things with the team. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a situation where we're going to feel as if we've been let down. Right. That's how I feel. I think it's going to be awesome. I think he's going to make things happen. Yeah, I, I mean, really do too. And I feel like this is the change we need to see happening. Yeah. You know, when we talk about, oh, we want change, we want change. Who's out here implementing the change? Or who's out here... Um, being the, the, the driving force behind right. the change, you know? Yeah. So he chose to say, okay, okay well, this, this is benefiting him, let's say that, yeah. but he's also out here, um, you know, I guess trying to make change. But again, we need to give him a chance. Yeah. He needs to see what it is that he's going to do. It could be for the better. We never know. Because I swear, when they lit your boy up, like they lit him up from the jump. And I'm like, it ain't even that necessary. Right. Like, give Jay-Z a chance because, for one, when you have, like, I, I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm a part, I'm not a part of the Beehive, but I, you know, it is what it is. I feel like, at the end of the day, when you have a woman that's strong like that, that's vocal, and it's obvious that she's vocal because of, like, just watching him and how he's changed over the years. Mm-hmm. I feel that this is, she's going to have, a, I don't feel like it's a situation where she's blindsided. Right. And she's going to protect her image. Right. Like, of course. She's going to protect her brand. Of course. Listen, you, they pro- this probably was, this didn't just happen, okay? Mm-hmm. This wasn't a conversation that just happened. Exactly. This was some, this was calculated, mm-hmm. understand? Because they, they are business people. They make the business day. moves. You yes. know, they make power moves. So they're power couples. Yeah. This is what they do. Billion dollars on the elevator. Hello. It is what it is. Ah. He's the first billionaire that's been uh, the first hip hop billionaire. There you go. I mean, we just knew Diddy was going to be the first. He had Ciroc. He yeah, had, everything. Like, everything. Right. He yeah. had everything. But you know what? I, I it's, it's, it's quality over quantity. Yep. Yep. So. Hopefully you guys... We see, I have big, I have, I feel like it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be good. I feel like it's a good situation. I don't feel like it's a situation where 
I I feel like he can bring Colin back. I really do, and I really hope that he does. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he can bring Colin back. So. Yeah. I want to see who the he might even bring in Jermaine Dupree. Who knows? No. Um, hey, yeah. well, um, let's see what that was. I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's the truth. Yeah. Have, y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. Our producer is telling us. Wrap it up. Trying to wrap it up. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to wrap it we're up. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> Jay-Z. Keeping us on time. Yeah. Right. So, Jay-Z, you want to see what it is. You know he's from the streets. He's going to keep that thing going. We're going to see what happens. You guys, let's just give him a chance before we massacre the man, you know. Yeah. Y'all still hollering yeah. over That's all. So. That's all we asking. Like you know, I, I and that's with anybody. Like give them a chance. We yeah. so quick to shoot things down before we even see the change happen because it's not us yeah. who you know it, it. We didn't go ahead and do it, or it's not done the way we you know expected it to be done. Yeah. It just it's, it's just not gonna happen that way. Like you gotta understand. You know, people do things in their own way in their own time. And sometimes what they do can be for our greater good. We're going to see. We're going to sit. We're going to squat and watch. My girls always squat and watch. Squat and watch. Take time to tell. All right. All right. So we're going to change the tune just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit this week about depression because over the past, I'm going to say year, maybe two years. Um, I've just seen a lot of people like depressed. I've seen a lot of messages posted on Facebook of people suffering from depression. I've seen, um, I've had a friend who I went to school with who actually committed suicide over the last year, um, because he was depressed. Uh, and so I just wanted to talk, a touch a little bit about depression. I know we don't want to make this sad, but we just want to bring awareness to this. Um, and basically, I know you guys know what depression is, but it's a mood disorder that causes persistent sadness and loss of interest. And understand this, depression affects everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it, it affects our children, too. Because yeah. I don't know if you recall the, the little kid, the girl at Seed, who killed herself. Oh. The, the, yeah. Stormaya. Stormaya. She killed herself at Seed. And seed is one of those schools that you go to during the weekend, then you go home on the weekend. Depression. Um, I, I think it was church school. Kinda. Okay. Yeah, kinda. It was on the news and everything like that. Um, but depression can affect like how you feel, like how you be, how you think, how you behave. You know, um, it can also lead to a variety of like emotional, physical problems. Um, like you can have. Issues like to say, okay, I'm, I'm in pain. You know, different different things, like different ailments that can happen to your body. And you're like, well, what's going on? But it's, it's depression. depression. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that depression is physical as well as yeah. emotional and mental. I never thought about that. Yeah, it is. So, and and, I, and that's the reason why I wanted to bring attention to it because a lot of people don't even really know what the signs are. They just think, oh, this is life. But if I feel like if you could bring attention to um, if you can bring shed some light on the different things uh, or the different ways you suffer from depression, then you would know, you know, what that looked like. The kids would know what that looked like. The adults would know what that looked like. Um, and, and believe it or not, there's nine forms of depression. I wasn't oh, wow. going to go over them, okay. but 
Um, I, I, they're not, I'm going to post them on Facebook. I'm not going to go over all of them, but there's two that I wanted to go over. And there's major depression and persistent depression. Those are the ones where can extreme. We, can we go over number three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah let's go. We're going to go down to that. Yeah. Okay. We'll go over them. So, yeah. Major depression and persistent depression. These are the depressions where people actually commit suicide because there's all the hope is gone. Everything that they thought would be is not. And believe it or not, depression is one of those, it's triggered by an event. It could, you know, you can have depression from something that happened maybe in the past. And like now, currently, an event happened and it triggers something and then you go into a state of depression. People don't know that. So those are the two. And and if you can, it's called major depression and persistent. I want you guys to look it up. I am going to post it to my teatimewithmax.com page. I'm going to post it to Ethnically Speaking page as well as my Facebook page and my Instagram. Well, I don't know if I'm going to post it to my Instagram because they are extra there. Yes, but they are. Um, they will um, shut you down in a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, all right. Um, we got manic depression, a.k.a. bipolar. Now, manic depressive depression is one of those, it's, it's a depression where I say it's, it's more of a mental thing. Mm-hmm. I feel that it's more of a mental thing. I didn't go over everything that it was. I, I, I'll go ahead, elaborate for me. So for me personally, yes. So I could not understand why my mood would go up and, and then down. down, up and down. And it wasn't a situation where like anything was going wrong. Right. It was just like I would just literally just be like, "What's wrong?" Like I just feel so bad. So. I started looking, and I was diagnosed with ADHD back in 2000 and something. I was in, like, the second grade. And my diagnosis was different. My diagnosis were individuals who were of the older generation who just said, he's Christ. We just need extra help. Mm -hmm. They recognized my signs as, he's not a bad child. Right. That wasn't the case. They was like, he's not a bad child. Right. We just need to see what it was. Like, so I did, I was doing all the testing and everything. Thank God for Miss Mary Helen White, as well as Miss Elizabeth. Like, they definitely took the time to understand me. Yeah. Well, a part of the ADHD comes with mood swings. Yes. So, me, like, just going through life, not knowing, like, what the hell is wrong with me. Like, literally, I'm like, I'm happy. Yeah. Then I'm like, I want to be bothered. And like, and this could go on like in one full day. Yeah. So I started just researching. It was Solange. Solange was the first person that really made me research ADHD. Okay. Because she went through depression. Yeah. And yeah. And she found out that's what was going on with her. She was ADHD. She had ADHD, and her ADHD was affecting her mood. Yeah. That's when I self-diagnosed myself with bipolar depression. Yeah where my mood goes up and down and it's a situation where like you said something can trigger it. Yeah. And it could like it could be something as simple. Mine could literally be because I can't Very get smart. The, I can't get the food I want. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I came in here yesterday to order this and they gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Like I had an episode last week where I went to McDonald's and I should have been in McDonald's but I wanted a Sunday. And the lady they feel the Sunday. Now you know that top of the Sunday supposed to go all the way up. Like they feel it halfway. Don't do that, Yes, McDonald's. So I just nicely said that I was like, hey, you know, can I get some more ice cream? And the manager comes to the window. That's how it comes in there. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, the top is filled up. Why am I talking down here? 
ice cream well, had Exactly, where's my ice cream? So, you know, I, it shut me down, but I was like, can I have my money back? But that's that's real. That's it a part is. of depression a lot of people don't... You have a to, lot of people don't realize You have it. to recognize it. You have yes. to take it and recognize and it. And I'm going to say this. Everybody at some point has gone through depression. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Um, and and yet, as you can see, like even celebrities, money doesn't make you exempt. Um, the no. clothes you wear, the car you drive, the job you have, you know, it doesn't... Your status, it does not make you exempt from having depression. You know, and, and there's a lot attached to that because depression can make or really break you. It really can. Because I went to a, through a deep, dark state of depression. And until I actually realized that's what I was going through, and I realized, like, okay, this is something that I can fix. Because I started doing research on it. Like, I can fix this. I don't want to be depressed. Yeah. I don't want to feel this way. Because it's a bad feeling. It and, is. You know, it's, it's a bad... And then... You're not, when you're depressed and you go through the mood swings, it's not just about you. It's about the people, people around you. Yes. You know, I realized that I was hurting people. You know, I was like feeling really bad uh, about the response that I would get from yeah. people from the things that I did. Yeah. It's not, it's never cool to make anybody feel uncomfortable or hurt somebody because of what you're going through. Yeah. You know, and so... A lot of times, people internalize their depression because they don't want to do that. Yeah. And so what we begin to do is we begin to push it down rather oh, than oh. pushing it up. You have to you have to be able to get rid of it. You have to. Like find you have to there. expel. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, I, even unless you're just yelling at the sky. There you go. Just yelling at the sky like, it's okay to cry. Yeah. You can do it. It's that's, okay. That's a part... Really? It's liquid prayer. Hello. Like, it's time. Like, it's time for me to have my breakdown. I'm just waiting. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's a breakdown that when I have it, I'm going to be like, yes. Ooh. And I tell you, when you had, because I had it, honey. I had it. When, I, say, me too. And I, when I tell you, I was, but, but the good thing about it is, God gave me the words to speak to him. In order to get it out. In order to get it out. And when I got it out, I felt empowered because yeah. I was just like, I am tired of feeling this way. I refuse to allow something from my past mm -hmm. or something in, in my present yeah. to take me out the way that that is taking me out. The worst thing in the world is not to have control over yourself. Yes, and your own emotions. And your own emotions. That means everybody else around you is controlling you. They're controlling you. And that, uh, Yeah, and that's the worst thing. So... The, the common symptom, so of course, there's nine. Uh, and I'm, we, we went over manic depressive, a.k.a. bipolar, depressive dis, uh, psychosis, perinatal depression, which is basically, um, you know, we have a baby. You know? That's real. Baby. That is real because I had it with my firstborn. That is real. I had it with my firstborn, and it was real. But you know what? The hardest thing with that is knowing that you have it. Now, depression already is just know that you have depression. But when you're looking at your bundle of joy, looking at that baby like, why are you here? Yeah. Like what what like what is wrong with me, my body? And I Ooh. I'm not speaking from an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. Okay. I'm speaking from relationships, yeah. conversations, yeah. and just being an individual to sit there and listen to like cause my cousins and my friends who have had kids and they went through these states and they're like listen man like yeah. this is how i felt yeah like, and i'm like 
Really? Yeah, and I went through that. When I tell you I went through it, it was like probably one of the darkest times in my life. I was young. I was 16 years old, just had a baby, knew nothing about parenting, um, and I was all alone, basically. You know, my my stepmom, she was there, but she wasn't. You know, she was there, but she wasn't with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you're going through that, it, you don't, like, as... as 16-year-old, you don't even know that's what it is. You don't know that's what you're going through. You're just thinking, oh, I just had this baby. I'm so young. Everybody looking at me, you know, like I'm, you know, this and I'm that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's putting you down and talking about you. And it's just like, you just like, whatever, you know. And so I didn't even know at the time that that's what it was. But I think that followed me throughout life because I find myself revisiting that place. You know, not yeah. in that sense, like, oh, you know, because I had a baby, but when you go through a lot of traumatic events and like having a baby at 16, it's traumatic. It's traumatic. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about it. Yeah. It's traumatic. So, um, you know, when, when you have traumatic events that happen in your life, pretty much that's what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you they tend to follow you. And that's one of the things that I researched. Um, and they were talking about like past physical, sexual, mental, and emotional abuse can be one of the things that really triggers depression later on down in life. Because people think that, oh, I'm older now, so you should be over it. Get over it. Get over it. But if you've been suppressing it, then you're not over it. You're carrying it around. Yeah, you're carrying it with you. And it becomes a part of who you are if you don't release, you know? And I can honestly, like, I believe that depression, like, carrying around that depression that you have could go into your everyday with how mm. you feel about yourself. Yes. Like how it you does. carry yourself. Like and it doesn't and it's not for every single person. Like it's some not. people can jump out here and be happy go lucky, be beat to the God, step out to a T every day mm-hmm. and be miserable as, as heck. Yeah. You know? But then you have those individuals that you can look at and you know that they're going through that depression, but they don't know how to speak out about it. Yeah. They don't know that Ooh, they're going come through on, depression. Speak. And like that's why it's good. I feel like it's good to have at least one person, at least one person that you can expel that on. Yeah. Like even if even if it's just calling that line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like everyone needs knowing the signs is the biggest thing. Absolutely. Owning it. Absolutely. It's the next biggest thing. Yeah. Not, we don't want to be depressed. I'm not depressed. We don't get depressed. We keep that shit stuff moving. Like, but it happens. Like, it happens no matter how old you are, how big you are. Like you said, no matter how your, your money is, yeah. your status. It doesn't matter. And the thing about it is, you know, people go through things. And, and you know, people are so cool out here these days. And people will look like, oh, shit, get over it. This and the third. But no, baby, let me tell you something. You need to be out here and just be like, sis, you okay? Bro, you okay? Yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah. Do you need somebody to talk to? Because in life, we all we do. do. We all do. I don't lean care who me. you are. Lean on me. Okay. I don't care who you are. We all need somebody at some point to talk to. Yeah. You know? So, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, you know, really discuss that. Because you're right. We do. Yeah. Um, Another, well, okay. So, I want to go over some of the symptoms. Okay. So, some of the symptoms are a deep feeling of sadness, dark moods, like hopelessness, worthlessness, um, like 
changes in your appetite. I know for me, I started eating. <laughs> Can we get an extra five more minutes? Okay, we get ten. Okay, thank you. That was so extra just now. Okay, back. She gave us a five. We're gonna get ten more, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we sorry, y'all. But um, so lack of energy. I know when I was depressed, like I I did not have energy. I wanted to sleep all the time. I didn't want to be around people. Um. I couldn't concentrate. I had to, what, what is it called? But fuzzy brain fuzzy, syndrome. Uh-huh. Um, like, what's the word? Basically, getting, difficulty getting through, like, normal activities was so challenging for me. Um, just, like, uh, oh, another thing for me, too. A lot of people, they probably like, whatever. But I was, I'm really shy. A lot of people don't, you wouldn't think it. I am. I am. Okay. okay. I am. So, it was <laughs> like, I would. I would get real bad anxiety going into places with big, with with large groups. Mm -hmm. A lot of people did not know that about me. A lot of people don't know that about me. So, me, this is my first time that I'm ever telling anyone about uh, about this. You know, that was a part of my depression. I suffered from major anxiety. I still do, but I know how to control my anxiety now. I know how to control it without medication. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. That's you the biggest thing. Yeah, and I was, yeah. listen, let me tell you something. I took that medicine they gave me, honey. I was all kinds of high. I was 10 shades of high. Okay, that was the kind of high that I never wanted to be again. And I, I was just like, I, I, what is it, a private lamb? Baby, well, y'all can have that. That's, that's what people love. See, that's lamb? Like, he was like, 
I'm sick of seeing people go live and talk about this and talk about that and da 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 da. And my thing is, if you're sick of seeing people go live, then scroll. Then scroll. Scroll past them. Like, why? You ain't got to go live. Yeah. Keep it going. But I But I allowed that to get to me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it was like, you know, we've been doing our thing. Yeah. And I see people say, you know, little, you know yeah. how people do subliminal. Yeah, I'm not crazy. They're watching. Yes. <laughs> they're watching. <laughs> so, okay. um, and I was just like, no. And then, yeah. you know, it was just like, you know, me doing my thing and I'm trying to elevate. And of course, mm -hmm. you know, when you're trying to elevate, people are going to try to pull you down. It's like yes. you're having a person. Like you said last week, mm. when they go low, we go high. Go high. Hello. Amen. I don't have time for it. So it's just those little things we have to be very conscientious of our conversations that we have with ourselves, mm -hmm. okay? And we also have to monitor the conversations that we have with people. Yeah, because I've been, I've had conversations with people who can drain the crap out of you. And by the time you're done, you're depressing. You don't know why the hell you do. You don't even know why you're depressed. They don't put all of what they had all on up you. on you. And now you don't went home with like, oh Jesus. How am I gonna help them? I can't help them. I can't even help myself right now. I don't even know how I'm helping. Right. You were just that vessel. Yeah. So when you walk out of that room, release. <laughs> there you go. Release. Let's go. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. So it's just you know it does happen to the best of us, you know, and and I I just want to um make you guys aware that. There are things out here that you can do to get past your depression. Definitely. And I have um, eight you ways have that I had it right. Hey, you have to be willing. You have to be willing to do it because some people like to sit and fester in their depression. And when you Come do on. that, that's a whole you, different topic. I'm telling you, that's, you sit that's, in it, that's a word right there. Okay, you can't do it. So you have to be willing to come up out of your depression. That's you have, you to, have be to be willing. It's I not agree. Very easy. Like, it's, it's, not. it's a fight. It's a fight with yourself. Mm. You have to be willing to come up out of that depression in order to move forward in your life because at the end of the day, it is your life. Do not let depression, which sometimes, like you said, can be mental, keep you stuck. Yeah. And you have to be ready for war. Yes. When I say you have to be ready, ready for war, over like I told you, mm -hmm. over these past eight months, I went in. Yes. I went to the battlefield. I was ready for war. And I was ready for war with myself. I was ready for war with anybody else that was coming up against me. I'm waging war, baby. Oh, let me tell you something. What he done put down over in the inside of me, it ain't nothing that nobody can do to me to make that come out of me. Yeah. And it's the only person that can do that to me is me yeah is me so it's nothing that anybody is going to trigger in me because i've learned how to control that yes you know and so we have to learn to monitor like you said our conversations Definitely. we do because we will be taken to a dark place and guess what we are in emotions that are not even ours yep we are in emotions and feelings that are not even ours we are taking on somebody else's emotions and feelings and it's nothing wrong with being there for someone and helping someone. But when you're helping someone and you're trying to push them and motivate them, but all they keep doing is going back down, I honey, I can't 
So you still you still feeling that way? Yeah. <laughs> you still love me? You still love me? Like, Come on now. We got to get this together. Yeah, definitely. We got to get this together. So I'm going to give y'all eight ways to prevent depression. And, the re- and I'm going to tell y'all why I say that. The one, and, I, and I'm, t- I'm speaking from experience because a- me exercising for me daily, let me tell you. So I can go through a, a ton of emotions daily. Uh-huh. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock, when I go to the gym, by the time I leave the gym, I don't even know what happened during that day. So yes, because what happens is you release these endorphins yes. that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. So stay in your happy place. I don't care where your happy place is. Stay there. Stay okay? Uh, but cut back. Another thing is cut back from social media. And I'm going to say that, and I had to add this, because what we do is we go on social media and we get to scrolling and we see somebody else like, and it's like, damn, why we ain't go? Why we can't go there? Why we, you don't know what that person had to do to get to where they at. We are so quick to compare our lives to somebody else's. And guess what? There we go. Because oh, Ricardo, you be posting all them. Like, go, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, 
Anyway, uh, we already went over this one, but I'm going to go over it again. Uh, monitor your inner, inner conversation. Um, if a mood-changing thought invades your, um, in, invades your thought, just remember that you can always change the thought, okay? Yeah. And I know that's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, and it's taken me a couple of months of mentoring to get that and to understand that you can change the thought. And so now, I've mentally started changing my thoughts. I'm like, oh, nope, we ain't going down that road. We've been down that road. We visited that road before. Yeah. We ain't going to do that. Yeah. So... We definitely don't want to do that. We're going to uh, reduce stress. Basically, <sighs> avoid overcommitting. I overcommit. All me the too. Hand in the air. Me too. I also be like three parties, and I don't even make one of them. Listen, do you hear me? And I be like, uh-uh. Do you hear me? I, and I always be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then the day comes, it's just like, why did I say I was yeah. going to do that when I know I had all this stuff to do? But it's like, you want to make everybody happy. So but you who say made-
Do you want to go over that? So reconstruct yourself, you guys. Before we get into that, definitely want to let you know, like, take the take everything that Maxie just gave you that we just talked about, and definitely put it into your life. Um, make sure that you guys are working on everything that you need to work on and being able to recognize what's going on in your life. Yes. So it's Make accountability a, for your actions. Accountability is Stand in your mess. If yeah. you screwed up, know you screwed up, stand in it, own it. But, but then, guess what? You can move forward. If you know you screwed up, you can know you can you know you, you can fix it. it. Period. But if you don't know you screwed up, you'll be right there. Here's yeah. the thing. Eight reasons. Uh, we'll give you eight PowerPoints to reconstruct yourself. Working on yourself is big. Nobody can fix you but you. There you go. Number one, stop refusing to show up for yourself. If you know ain't nobody else going to do it, you need to do it. Make sure that you are your number one supporter. Hello. This conversation. Show up for yourself. Period. I'm giving everybody else the, oh, if so-and-so did this to me, listen, so-and-so did that to you, guess what? But you have to respond to what so-and-so yes. did to you. You can resolve that. You can fix it. At the end it. of the day, so-and-so will be gone home and you'll be stressed out. Second, protect your mental by limiting access to you. That's not being funny. You just have to limit your access. You have to protect your happy space, okay? You cannot make a difference in someone else's life if you cannot make a difference in yours. Like Pete Diddy and Dick and Biggie said, we try to change the world, but how are you going to change the world if you can't change it? Yourself. Okay? Get it now. Okay? That's why we're here, because we're trying to change the world. Speaking. Two people, three Next people thing. at a time. Be responsible for you, your thoughts, and your future. Y'all should understand that. Take control of your life by creating healthy, neutral relationships that add value to you. That's not using nobody, but that's having people in your life that are where you're trying to get or that can help you get to where you're going, okay? And it is okay to start over and reinvent yourself as many times as needed. Child, Michael Jackson went from the perm to the jerry curl to the afro to the perm <laughs> back to the jerry curl. Why? He, he did it all, all that. And, why he did everything and he reinvented himself a thousand times. Period. Get your mind right, then get your ground right. You can't have a grind if you ain't got a mind. Let's just start Say that. that. So Say if your that. mind ain't right, how you gonna grind right? Let's okay? get it. Your number one hustler got his mind right in order to be that number one hustler. And I ain't talking about he's slinging. I'm just saying a hustler is a hustler. Get your mind right to get your ground right. And at the end of the day, start reconstructing your life today. Don't wait until tomorrow. That's right. Tomorrow tomorrow's not be. promised. Okay. Tomorrow's I promise. Start where you are with what you have today. It doesn't matter. That's okay? the bottom line, but guys. I do want to give you guys one thing. If you know anybody who is suffering from depression, who is going through depression, um, and you know they have a su suicidal ideation or talking of suicide, and they need help, you can reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Line at one 8255 Thank you guys for tuning in to Ethically Speaking. We will see y'all next Monday, baby. And we're out.